Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for clicking on us here. Thanks for downloading us. Thanks for those of you listening live. You're you're on live at the Sports Attic with Larcher and Lawrenson. Hell yeah, you are. Ladies and gentlemen, that fellow there that you just heard is my partner. The co-host of this here show, that is the Alfred, host. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. The title says the host. The co-host. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. A disappointing loss. Uh, it, was, it was a game that we needed to win. Uh, we're, we're all we're all disappointed. Uh, I did not do a good enough job. Uh, we, we didn't do as good enough job as a football team. Um, Mike McCarthy fired, gone, yeah, gone. You know it's it's weird to hear his voice there. It's very strange. He's um, sounds different than what I heard earlier. No, it sounds exactly the same. You, you're very bad at hearing uh, person. It, it, you're very bad at hearing people. No, I'm not saying that it was a terrible job i'm just saying like i'm not saying it was bad impersonation i'm saying it was a damn fine impersonation i just didn't realize mike mccarthy had spent so much time in chicago well i'm dear close personal friends with the mccarthy okay and he had okay oh he comes to visit a lot that's where he gets the micah mccarthy micah uh i spoke with him earlier today and uh you know what he's happy he could finally let himself go okay good. that was what he he said he's like you know what i'm I'm gonna put on a couple pounds i'm gonna let myself go you know i'm probably gonna wear a lot of sweat wear yeah. And uh, give up on life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, you, you got people people talking about us, people people sharing the, the Larcher and Lawrenson page today, Al. There was a – you got the exclusive with Mike McCarthy there. I did. I had the morning, uh, the morning session, the morning interview with, uh, with McCarthy. Yeah. A little McCarthyism, uh, getting things started. And, uh, yeah, he had a lot to say. He told me that uh, – uh, so it all started – uh, you could go. You could go. You could go back to the files. Number one. Okay, so here's the history of Mike McCarthy. Green Bay Packers hire this dope out of California. Okay, okay. and he comes in there, and everybody thinks 2006. He, they think he's a genius. Everybody says this is the best coach they've ever seen, and he, he's going to tear it up. And they have the best quarterback of all time uh, this time. Because yeah. there's always the best quarterback of all time. Who's in Green this Bay, guy? they really, always have it. Yeah, Tom Brady's already in New England. Sure. So you got this guy, uh, McCarthy, he, he has this great quarterback and he's able to win a Super Bowl. And everyone's like, oh, he's, he's the best, he's the best, he's the best. Turns out he's not. And he wasn't. And he was always overrated. But somewhere along the way, this Aaron Rodgers, this okay. guy who, yeah. let's not forget, let's, let's not forget he, his family will not talk to him. He won't talk to his family. They will, nobody will talk. They, if you, if the, the Rogers family, this isn't Mister Rogers' neighborhood. This is Aaron Rodgers' life, dude. That's so off. Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't even understand how it gets. Like people who have bad relationships with their families talk to their family. Yeah, a lot of them do. This, these, they don't. 
so here's what happens. He's, um, you know, some rumors about him and whatnot. Who knows? Next thing you know, he's dating this race car driver. Uh, McCarthy is. Yeah. No. Rogers. Oh. Yeah, and before that, he was dating Olivia Munn, like the, the actress. Like, well, well, that's not relevant. What's relevant is he starts dating this race car driver. Yeah. All hell breaks. His personality changes. Nobody wants to be around him. And you know what he does? What's that? He takes his derby love coach, that fat lump of a coach, throws him under a bus, Clark, backs over it, backs over it again, and then this guy has the gall to go on TV today and say, gee, I hope I wasn't the reason he got fired. Uh, what else? He, he said something along the lines of uh, it, wishing that it hadn't have become public and everything, uh, th- their disagreements. And it's... You're, you play professional football. That's go, that comes with the territory. Like that's going to be public. You know what I mean? Well, like, Micah McCarthy told me earlier today that Micah uh, is that is that a son? Huh? Is Don't worry Mike about McCarthy's details, son? Clark. Okay. Uh, this I'm is who I was speaking you. to, Mike McCarthy. Mike. So I was talking to, to uh, the coach, and uh, what I learned was, uh, you know, uh, Danica pegs Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got out of the whole deal. Okay. And he's very upset with Aaron Rodgers. Not, he's not, he will not be communicating with him. They will not be having Thanksgiving together. And uh, there will be no Christmas. McCarthy will not be going to the Absolutely wedding. not. If he, they get married. That race car driver is nothing but a demon seat out there in Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Fair enough. Uh, McCarthy had been the offensive coordinator in San Francisco before. Uh, he was with the San Francisco uh, in 2005. And then he was the OC before that for the New Orleans Saints for four years. Spent 1999 as the Green Bay Packers quarterbacks coach. Dude, that Shannon guy, uh, I was watching one of those uh, sports shows last night. Does not like the Bears at all. Shannon Sharp? I think it was Shannon Sharp. Uh, He's got a Fox Sports 1 show now. It was a show. Deion Sanders was on it. Oh, and uh, there was another big name guy on there, and okay. they were also they were talking about the Bears, and absolutely like, oh, they're not even uh, they're not even going to win the division. Wow, not even going to win the division. Not Shannon even going to win oh. the division. Come on. Yesterday could have been the greatest game in Bears history lore. It would have been right up there with the Denny Green. Yeah. Minnesota, uh, the, the Minnesota, the Cardinals. I'm sorry, thinking Denny Green and the uh, Minnesota, but the Cardinals. Yeah. And uh, they are who they are, uh, thought they were, the comeback right. game against Arizona. Right. We almost had this miracle game that they just they were just flat and couldn't pull it off. It was off so, so close. I ended up staying up an extra 40 minutes. They just, when overtime started, the Giants got the ball, and they just they moved the ball really well against the Bears' defense at that point. I didn't expect that to happen. Not like that, anyhow. But it did. And the Bears lost Damn, a game that they almost – I mean, they were playing sloppy too, Al. The whole game, sloppy. Like, six times the Bears dropped the football. They got five of them back. Oh, they couldn't get that center exchange right there. No, save no, they day. couldn't. They couldn't at all. It wasn't, it wasn't even uh, close there. A couple of good things that you saw out of the uh, the Bears, but, I mean, you throw a pick six it's in the first minute and you're setting yourself up pretty – Pretty much for failure there. That Ogletree is a hell of a hell of a happening. His second yeah. interception was a hell of a catch. It was. I, both were. I mean, he he was able yeah. to bring those in. Yep. They might for sure. They might think about uh, him at his tight end position. Well, over shit. there, and, uh, they need a little bit of help, but 
I mean, they did what they had to do to get the job done. Uh, and it does look bad when the three and eight team beats your eight and three team, right? I mean, that feels bad. However, New York's been playing pretty good lately, and sure, they they didn't steal the deal last week against Jacksonville, but they've been playing better, and it's kind of a trap game, especially when it's so sloppy between your backup quarterback, your backup quarterback who's been in the league for nine years and has started two games in his career. Yeah, you were coming off a high of this three-game stretch where we had three games in 15 days. We won all of them. Uh, I think we were tired. We went across the country to the East Coast. Nobody likes going to New York. You know, it's a, a terrible place. Nothing but traffic. That whole that whole city is dirty. traffic. It's dirty. Very dirty. Busy, too busy. It's mean. So, uh, yeah. And their pizza's just not up to par? No, their pizza's not. You know, that's that's garbage. I tried to have a New York... Whoa. I tried to have a New York-style uh, hot dog. I was there, and I think they, they threw... I was like, what, what do New Yorkers put on their hot dogs? He's like, put on sauerkraut. I'm like, oh. Listen, when I was walking the streets of Tokyo late one oh. night... Oh, and, uh, city dropping. I go to New I, York, and you're like, I got this top. I, I, I come across a hot dog cart. <laughs> you know, they weren't they, they didn't have New York-style hot dogs. They had no? Chicago-style hot dogs. Really? You know what I'm saying? Did, did they get it right? No, it's Tokyo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know. Well, I appreciate the effort. Right, they were trying. There was a line, though, man. Those, uh, really? The Japanese were all over those oh, hot dogs. Oh, I bet, I bet. Fantastic. I'm thinking about if I ever, if I ever win the million in the million maker in uh, DraftKings, we'll talk about that because I am once again a king. Oh, the the, the yeah. uh, 33rd best player in the the largest contest on DraftKings this week. And you may have taken the lead in uh in the stake bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll the, very good, very good uh, fantasy week for uh, the larger. Back, uh, back at it again. Back in the saddle. Good. Um, if I ever win the million maker, I think I might move to Japan and open Al's hot dogs. Okay. Good. I liked it with the Bears' loss. Like, you had something to pick you up still. That's true. It's like when Comedy Accident won the Chili Cook-Off. It was when the Bears were losing the conference championship to the Packers. Right. 2013? Yeah. 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 The whole bar was – it was the last 30 seconds of the game. 2010. Everybody was really sad because we clearly lost. It was over. And uh, we just got the news whispered in our ears that we won the Chili Cook-Off. So we started cheering. Fucking A. Yeah, they didn't look well. Um, You know what I will say about this Bears game? It was the first time in years, Clark. Years. Years. Multitudes of 365 days. By the way, if you want to get in on the conversation, uh, we do have a phone number, 760-454-8834. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, The the firing of McCarthy. Uh, Was it Hoiberg? Fred Hoiberg has been fired. Hoiberg got launched over there at the the Chicago Bulls. The Cubs are just god-awful still, and uh, they're not even playing. It's the offseason. And, of course, any NFL team, any sport you want to talk about, even professional wrestling, we are here for you, 760-454-8834. This is the first time in multiple years, Clark, that I was angry at the end of a game where I was yelling, Bullshit! Really? And I was yelling, this, damn it, and, and at, at the point. Wow, you're upset. That's when, good. When Gabriel dropped that fumble, I took yeah. the TV remote, and I bashed it into the table, and then I realized it's a Comcast remote, and it's probably a pain in the ass to uh, find a replacement for it. Sure. Deal sure. with. Yeah. So I, I put the remote down, and I'm like, all right, I'm an adult. I can't lose my temper over football. That's right. And uh, I, I calmed myself. So, yes, I'm uh, proud of you. I, the, the game did the DraftKings later in the evening. I didn't know at this point. 
I was up at this point, but I thought it would crash. I thought the market would crash on me. Um, and I was going to bed. I was kept trying to go to sleep, and they kept coming back, so it kept keeping me up. And next thing you know, well, I should have been at two uh, two fifty. I should have taken a nap. And next thing you know, it was uh, three forty before I finally rested my eyes for a couple of minutes before going to uh, Thanksgiving dinner with my dad at Hooters, and then a uh, follow up with a Rocky movie, Rocky the Creed. Creed, Creed. Too. Uh, I was watching the end of the Chicago Bears game on my phone at an event where Santa Claus was there. And my kids had gotten to meet Santa Claus. At this point, there was a high school choir of girls, about 20 girls, singing a cappella Christmas song. Yeah, you're over there, I'm over here, and I'm watching. And they score that game-tying touchdown on that loop-de-loo. And uh, I had to react with nothing. I just had to sit there. And I I think I pulled it off. But was was it a rude mood of me to move to have it on? No, you should have stood up and started being, yes, yes. Yes, and then looked around and, and been like, Hark how the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, no gaze away. Yeah, that would have worked. Yeah. In. Yeah. See, I wish you'd have been there with me, pal. But you had you got a little upset with the game. Yeah, like I said, it was good to have that much emotion in the Chicago Bears once again. You started this with a point at the beginning, and I took it sideways, and now I can't remember what the point was. I can't either. I don't know what you're even yeah. referring yeah. to. I yeah. thought I, I thought I was on track. I thought everything was going smooth. Okay. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Out. Um, Would you, if, if if you had to do it again, and those of you uh, call in, give us a call uh, at, at the number that Al just mentioned, or on Facebook Live, uh, leave a comment. If you're watching live, leave a comment now. If you're watching later. Leave a comment. We'll we'll get to that. We'll address it right now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm pulling yeah. up Facebook right now. I'll yep. go over my. Uh, so out of over three hundred thousand people, I placed thirty third in draft oh, yeah. games this week. The three dollar tournament. I wish it was in the ten dollar tournament. And there's no reason it wasn't. I just got lazy early yeah. in the morning. Um. So yeah, well, I'll we'll talk about my team. Some moves there, and uh, this week in fantasy, of course, in the NFL. Uh, not only did the Bears lose, the Detroit Lions lost, the Minnesota Vikings lost, and, and the Green Bay Packers are terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Bears still have a game-and-a-half lead. Uh, four games left that include the Rams, the Vikings, the Packers, and the 49ers. Not in that, necessarily in that order. But, uh, yeah, how do you feel about that? Eight and four. What? Ten wins should get the division. I don't know what, what does Minnesota have left. Have, have, have you have we have we taken a peek at that? I'm not worried about what other teams have to do because we're already in the captain's seat. We don't have to. This isn't Cubs logic, Clark. This isn't uh, you know. Oh, we need these guys to lose in order for this to happen. We what? already. Why is that Cubs logic? That is Cubs you logic. Mean? You know it's Cubs what logic. What do you mean? Oh, we got to worry about the uh, the Diamondbacks need to drop a few and. And then the Brewers need to drink a well, few. Well, let me go a little Cubs logic on this then. So the Vikings are at Seattle Monday night. They, uh, they then, on the 16th, they host the Dolphins. Then they're at the Lions. And then the last game of the year is Bears-Vikings. And if it comes down to the division for that last game of the year, it's more than likely going to be a Sunday night game. It'll be flexed to Sunday night, played at, at Minnesota. That, that'd be huge. Yeah, that would be uh that would that would be good. 
But again, I'm not worried about it because we're already in the driver's seat. I the think Ox have been playing pretty good. I think we should be able to beat any team on that schedule except for next week's Rams game. I look good. Okay. I smell good. I yeah. feel good. And you sing good. And make love good. Oh. That's well, my, there we are. We don't have to ask That's my confidence of the Bears right now set. speaking. Okay. Good. You feel good? You feel good about uh, this coming Sunday night? Or you're not sure how? No, I know. Of course I don't feel good about this. I think the Bears have a 30% chance of uh, of winning. I'm not sure what the point spread is. I'd put it at, what, nine? In favor yeah. of the Rams? You think it's nine? And it's a home game for the Bears. Um, it's going to be cold. It's going to be dark. Uh but we saw we saw what a really good running back can do to us. We saw what a really good receiver could do to us. And, uh, you know, we could have beat them. We, we easily could have and should have beaten the Giants, who do have those two good things. But they also have a terrible offensive line we should have dominated against, and we didn't. So I think the Bears are going to be fired up for this game. It's, it's prime time. Um, I think it's real. I think the Bears, when they're hungry, they, they, they feed – and um, I think they're going to put their best foot forward. And as long as Mitch is back. Now, if we're talking, you know, Thursday, it's reported, you know, that we're going with this, uh, this Daniel. Yeah. Or Daniels. I'll call him whatever the hell I want. Because, you know. Fine. He, Just whatever. He, well, now it doesn't matter anymore. Oh. He, he's the second guy, Daniels. Danielson on the sideline well, over there. What were you hoping for out of him? If, if, more than that. You got to win. I was hoping he'd be able to get the ball from the center. Hand it to a running yeah, back. No that kind shit. of shit. No I kind shit. of expected to happen. How can you not get the ball from center? Oh. I mean, I who is it? Grassu? Is that who the center is these days? Uh, at about kickoff on Sunday night. Oh, here comes the weather report. Soldier Field. We're going to be at about 29 degrees. Nice. With a seven degree, uh, uh, a seven mile an hour wind coming from the north to northeast. So coming coming off the lake from the north there. Um, it's not cold enough. It is for a team coming from L.A. Yeah. Have you ever talked to people from L.A.? Oh, that's true. 30, they come, 30 they, is cold. Even even friends we know who've grown up here. Yeah. You yeah, know, no, they, they no moved to L.A. It. and they're yeah. like, oh, I can't do Chicago anymore. Yeah. It's too cold. No, you're exactly right. They don't They don't have uh, avocado toast. Sure. And uh, I don't have my thousand hours. What are those you, thousand hours? You can't coasts? rely on that to help. And I don't even know if it would. It was nice to see the Bears get their running game going against New York a little bit. Uh, they probably could have done some more, but I, I did see Jordan Howard with some runs early. They did. They were trying to utilize him. I thought the Giants were doing a good job of, of handling the run. And uh, I don't, you know, everybody wants to blame Nagy for this game. And it's like, if you're blaming Nagy, you're an idiot. Well, you want to blame him that because timeout is, some people cares. want to blame him because Mitchell isn't playing. Well, oh, and like, oh, I, you, I respect you, that this decision. This is like a playoff decision. You need, How did that? People think that this game uh, is do or die. Never mind. They, I didn't. I did, I did not. Believe that. Never mind. They won this week. But what? how great of a decision was it for the Chargers who were told, don't play Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Against the Arizona Cardinals last week. Right. And Melvin Gordon says, Coach, please, please let me play. Yeah. And the coach said, Okay, Melvin Gordon, possibly done for the, the next oh, couple of weeks. Oh wow. I didn't so, I didn't catch that. That's, yeah. He went out last week. He didn't play this week. Yeah, that's right. Eckler's right. been the guy now. So I mean you you wanted Mitch to play when you're going you haven't I don't want to 
I don't want Mitch at 80% against the Rams. I want Mitch at 100% against yes, the Rams. Yes, I agree. The Rams is the statement game. This was, this was a trap game, and we fell for it. Okay, sure. it happens. You're going to lose games in the course of a season. Well, then do you want to blame him for uh, the timeout that helped give the Giants the, uh, the field goal at the end of the first half? Do you want to blame him for that play call on the final game of regulation? That was the, the uh, final play of regulation there? The pass from uh, Cohen? The uh, the flip to Trey Burton. Yeah, do you want to From blame Trey him? Burton to Cohen. Do you want to blame him for putting Akeem Hicks? Chase in? Daniel wasn't open on the play, so he threw it to Anthony Miller. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't blame him for that. I thank him for that. Every week I'm like, man, I should play Anthony Miller. It's gonna be a sneaky good play this week. And every yeah. week I don't play it. I don't think it netted that much. When, it was probably three grand. When you don't play it, he would have gotten you his money's worth. The dude gets a touchdown every week. Yeah. Every yeah, week, yeah. Clark. He was frustrated after for not uh, being involved more. He, he wants to be involved more. Antonio Brown, statistically, I don't know if, you, if I sent you that article on Antonio you Brown. Did. You did. I didn't get a chance of to read not. the article. Statistically, the headline. statistically, Antonio Brown's a really bad receiver right now. Okay. And the, the article breaks down some numbers as to why it's true. And it investigates, well, is it Ben Roethlisberger? Maybe Ben's decreasing in quality yeah. you know, at, at his age. And no, Ben is the same terrible Ben Roethlisberger he's always been. Okay. Um, meanwhile, the receivers around him have been utilizing. And you, if you have Antonio Brown in your fantasy, you're like, what are you talking about? He gives me 22 points every week. He does because he gets a touchdown every week. That's um, why he's getting it. The dude gets more targets than any receiver in football, and he's like 18th. Wow. So he's just not – it's not the Antonio Brown of the last couple of years. Something is okay. going on there. He still scored quite a few points last night, yesterday. He uh, he had a really good game. He must have just been thrown to a million times. But Antonio Brown did have a good game. Your Chicago Bears, my friend, uh, would you have, I mean, it's hindsight. At the time, did any part of you, while you're watching the game, think after the Bears uh, scored the touchdown to go for two? You're on the road. You have the momentum. Did any part of you say, you'd, what if they came out there? That, that's my question. If they came out there lined up, for the two-point conversion instead of going for the tie with the extra point, would you have been upset or been thinking, here we go, we've got this? Um, I would have been upset. Mad. Antonio Brown probably had his best game of the season. 34 draft king points, 13 targets, 10 receptions, 154 yards, and a touchdown. So he had a good game. All right, let me try to give you a cliff notes here. Mm -hmm. If Matt Nagy and the Bears had come out ready to uh, go for two. Yes. They had had the momentum behind them. Well, at what point? The, the had, last play of the game? The last play of the game. Would you have been mad? Would you have been upset? Or would you have been behind it? I feel like it, no matter how it turned out, I would have defended it today. Yeah, me too. Because I stand by my coach. Yep. But, um, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I think that would have been a bad play. I think you tie it up. Your, your skill and your strength is your defense. Yeah. So what you hope for is they get the ball first in overtime, which you normally wouldn't want. Your defense stuffs them. Okay. Your offense is now really exhilarated. They have a short field to work with, and they manage to go in or, at the very worst, get the field goal. I, you know who I thought was going to blow the game first was Parkey. But, uh, <laughs> I thought he was going to miss it. Yeah, at some point I'm like, man, <laughs> he's going to blow this yeah. fucking game first. I mean, he's been solid since the bad game. Yeah. He's been fine. To his credit, but, he was perfect. Yeah, he was. He Not was. an issue. Yeah, th- th- which is great. That- that's what you need him to do. He's a kicker. Make, maybe, make your kick. Maybe I was over, uh, over, amb- well, over ambitious and uh, over ambitious. Don't you think, don't you think that the Chicago Bears have a play in their pocket there? 
that's going to get them into the, into the end zone. No, I think they, they or, spent or did it on they the play before. It on the yeah. play before. Yeah, they did on the it. play before. And let's know. face it, that, that play could have went. You don't think that Matt Nagy's got a couple different things? He's got things. Ready to roll? There are things in to, his bag. He's like, this one gets two yards every time, no matter what. He he's got things that. in the nag sack that he could just pull out. The problem is Chase Daniel was sloppy. Well, he was probably going to drop the snap. Yeah, yeah, sloppy Daniels. You don't yeah. want that. Yeah, kick it. Kick it. Ah, oh. it's a tough decision. But So, yeah, I think the game would have played out right. I would have backed it as well. The defense. Uh, Chad says, hell yes, go for two. I think Elijah is agreeing with you. He says statistics is on your side. I yeah. think I think that's what you said. Or, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been calling for Nagy's head. No, had he gone for it and they missed. Nor am I upset with that timeout. I think I think people. This is a good coach. If you want to nitpick a coach that on a team should be eight and eight, first and, year or what? It's eight, eight and four? four. Eight and four. It's his first year. Come on, man. And we still we're eight and four, and we still we, have the loathsome Packers. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Clark. That's terrible to say. Well, that is insulting. You jinxed it. It'd be on you. Oh my it God! You're you. a bad person for saying that. Uh, your quality of an individual has decreased. You sound similar to Mike McCarthy. You, you sound like Clark. So. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, it's me, it's Clark. <laughs> you thought I wasn't gonna be on this show. Oh Jesus. Hey, don't business, Al. I, yeah. don't know, I don't know why you get on me about it so much. Uh, I think your worm business is brilliant. <laughs> I'm saying you started off wonderful, Clark. Somewhere along the way, some wires got crossed, and what now you you're doing a show with me. Oh. You know, I mean, that's a sign things are bad. <laughs> get out of here. Give us a call if you're listening. You uh, know, if you're what, on the... What's that number over there, Lars? If you were on the Bernstein and Lawrenton show, then maybe the worm business was a good idea, but... <laughs> Uh, the number to call is... Uh... You'd just be pissed. Oh, I'd be steaming. Oh, I go to see a movie with some other people, and I don't hear the end of it. Hey, Clark, because, I, you know, Rocky means as much to me as it does to you. And I don't think you understand that. See, and you didn't let me know that until, like, years. plans were already moving this year. Years! Like, For years I've talked no, to Like, you, you think not. I don't like you, Rocky you for some not. stupid fucking reason. Not. Or you think it's, it's some lifetime experience that's unique to you. We grew up. We're the same damn age, Clark. Listen, man, I don't think that. Maybe I just... I, I don't know how you... you, you so then you, 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 you make plans, and a day you know I'm working that I absolutely can't get off. You make these plans it, it, for some guy you haven't. You, you, when's the last time you even spoke to this guy? So Creed two, dear close personal friend. I'm not going to give out any spoilers right now. No, nope, watch it. Warning, spoilers, spoiler right? warning. Clark no, is in I'm the building. Not give out any you haven't. I am very happy that that movie was made. That's that's what I will say. Well, I saw. I'll give. I'll, here's my take. I saw it last night, and um, it's a very long movie. Oh, not long enough. It's it's a very dark movie, both in storytelling and filming. Like it's but it's grungy. also enlightening. 
It's dark. It, it, it's it's heartening. It's very. It, it'll lift you up. It, it, it's not like a feel good Rocky movie. It's a sad movie. Sure. And it's a very much a story of sons and fathers. Yeah. That that is the basic of that story from start to finish. That movie that that story is about fathers and sons. Yeah, it is. You know, from a, a, yeah. a, a Adonis Creed avenging his father, uh, and, his father's uh, and, death against uh, Drago's, Drago, Drago's son. the Drago's family, the overbearing Drago father. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to give any more away because I don't want to get into stories. But yeah, I guess that would be a spoiler. But yeah, yeah. I. I did. Uh, I, I most definitely cried a few times, and I will for for uh, some you know script issues maybe. What do you I, I script forgive issues? it for these things. You know, you brought up one of them that we talked about earlier. So yeah, I know, and we can't really however, talk about it. But yeah, but it, it just fantastic. They just left one piece out. I, I didn't cried. Think that was that bad. I was very. I loved you it. cry multiple I times. I think I cried twice. Well, like tears came down, and you always give me shit for saying, "Well, being a dad, like, but no, oh, here we go, being, being a dad, like it, yeah, it does it, it catches you it's so yeah, well. tell me more, what you yeah. oh, oh, Jesus, a little time. Oh, you mean we had sex? Yeah. That's so awesome. All right. And you got two. Uh, so that means I can I, I don't know what age little Clark is. Like, is he? Is he eighteen? Sometimes he's twelve. Sometimes I'm old enough to know better. Twenty-two. I have no idea, Larkin. <laughs> I just I still flabbergasted by McCarthy's Chicago accent. And the, no, he's got a West Coast accent, Clark. Not if you saw that video that you released earlier. You know, you get hung up on these. On, on oh. Every time I send you something, you know, because I, I celebrities constantly contact me. I am I am in the know, <laughs> and every time I send it, you oh the voice it's nice, but the voice isn't right. No, it's perfect. Don't you know all the voices I do sound the same, Clark? Haven't you picked up on that? Your parents' one is the best. Like, your dad is the same as anybody who's, like, of that age. Like, it is. It's just fantastic. You know who this is, Clark? Uh, It it sounds like your dad is stuck inside of an outline. Oh, don't insult me like that. This is Al's mother. This is Maureen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm sorry you have to oh. do a show with with my son. Oh, yeah. Larcher, what's up, man? Okay. Hi, hello. Why? Yeah, it's me. Let me guess. You wanna you wanna ride to Ranshurst? Don't you know I'm depressed in bed? Oh, oh come goodness. on, mom. You, you really oh, get out and goodness. see the world more. No, I'm not leaving my room. Okay, well that's not good. Yeah, and you're not going to amount to anything. You just watch wrestling. That's all you do. This is very You cool. watch wrestling, and you don't do... Did you do your homework? I'm almost 40, Mom. Well, dear, your homework isn't done then. You probably dropped out. I dropped out of college. Yeah, figures. All right, well, yeah. is anybody else... Hang up on this. Just enough of that. What did you start over here, Clark? I suddenly felt like I was at a one-man show. My poor show. dead mother called into the show. I felt like I was at a, at a one-man show. Amazing. Brilliant. Who did you see the movie with? Uh, what? What? I, uh, I, I saw it with, with my dad. Mm. No wonder I'm dead. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. Jesus. All right. Here wow. we go. Enough of that. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Good. I enjoyed it, too. Good. I thought it was good. 
Good. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what the next one will be. I do believe that I heard Sly Stallone say that this is uh, this is the final time he plays Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Whoop. Yep. Uh, that would be very sad. So you mentioned how good running backs and everything. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 125 yards, he ended up with, and uh, the the, uh, the receivers it was spread around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Beckham, Ellison, Shepard. They spread it around. They did. Shepard came alive in the second half. Um, I thought we, we shut him down pretty well yeah. early. And then, you know, it, it just, it, we didn't, the defense. Uh, their offense has me. too many. They have a lot of athletes, but you know what? So do the Rams. That's where you're right. Yeah, but the Giants are bad offense it, with good players. The Rams are good, a great offense with good players and a great player in yeah. the running back position. Yeah. Are you happy if the Bears, uh, if they win the division, lose in the first round of the playoffs? Are you still ha- are you happy with this season? No. No? I mean, I'm happy with it. In, like, I'm not a Cubs fan. What do you mean? So I'm not just going to be like, oh, it was a good year, and we'll get them next year. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, but that's not that going to be me. the way this team is built, we can get them next year. Well, we can, and I'll look forward to that. But Absolutely. I'm not going to be like, oh, this was a great season. That'll be Trubisky's year three. Like but it's it's set up for success. If right we now. if we make and when we make the playoffs, and we lose in the first round, I would I would say we definitely overachieved this season. We played above my expectations. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be upset. You know, yeah. if if um, same here. If let's say I hire you to uh, to clean my apartment. You know, once a week you come over and you clean my apartment, and for the first uh, three to six weeks you're doing an amazing job. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you can't find something, and you get distracted, and yeah. you start coming over to my apartment, and you're all uh-huh. you're distracted as you are now, and you probably in these pockets up here, Clark. Okay, there you go. I looked in that pocket so, three times. So you know, after four weeks of doing, let's say you clean my apartment beautifully for eight weeks. All of a sudden, weeks nine through How about uh, seven weeks, seven weeks, fine. So then weeks eight through Good. twelve, you do a terrible job. Yeah. Am I supposed to just be happy that you overachieved the first seven weeks? Well, no, the, the, you're the, not doing the job the anymore. The main question is, how good of a job will I do on week thirteen? I'll do an excellent yeah. job. Okay, we'll totally make up for it, right. and they'll be like, "All right, cool, we're right." Good. And that that would it'd, save your job. It'd be for... right before you had the talking to with me. Yeah. I would do it, and you'd be like, oh, don't have to have that conversation. Oh, there'd be no talking to you. You'd be McCarthy right out of here. Ooh, he is gone. Uh, Fred Hoiberg got got the axe down there. Al. Hoiberg. The United Center, uh, the teams that uh, play down there, have both now fired their coaches early on into the season. Just like five years ago, both teams were still they, – they were doing very well. The Bulls, of course, didn't win the title like the Chicago Blackhawks, but they did. It's just kind of wild to see it. Right now, the Bears are the talk, and it, probably the the thing that is giving the most uh, – they're the team, the Chicago team, that right now uh, most people know about again, and it's good to see. It's been a minute since then because I think the Cubs had kind of taken over that, and I know it's only half of the fan base, if that, uh, of the Bears. No, no, no. It's just it's really good to see the Chicago Bears as a team that is uh, in first place. Yeah, and can win it. 
I agree. I, I, I and I look forward to them doing just that. And I, I feel uh, damn good about the Chicago Bears, even after this loss. It hasn't swayed my opinion of this team whatsoever. I feel uh, I feel good. I smell good. I look good. That's my feeling on the Chicago Bears until they prove me wrong. Yeah, I would have to. Which very may well happen. You never know. Yep. Nope. Yep. You know, maybe you shouldn't listen to the show while you're on the show. I'm not. Oh. I'm not trying to. I was just uh, just taking a, taking a look at your old uh, your work this morning. Sometimes your no sleep really pays off, my friend. I feel I'm most creative at about 5, 6 in the morning. That's when uh, the juices flow. You're tired. You, you've grabbed the dad pipe. Yeah. I, just heard, I thought somebody was knocking on the door. I think it was dogs barking. Dude, dogs barking sounds similar to somebody. Hey, it, through your headphones, it does. You know, it's in a distance. No, well, it was just that was just yeah, stupid. That was just chickens balking. That's it. Chickens balk. Bark, bark, bark. Yeah. Wow. You sure. know, you you are very curious about chickens. Why? I think a couple of weeks ago you were all over if, if they're domesticated, if you could find chickens in the wild. No, that was turkeys. We we had we had seen turkeys. Oh, on Thanksgiving I saw we saw five wild turkeys. No, and then how you moved into chickens? If you thought chicken, speaking of wild turkey, you got any bourbon around here in the attic? There is. Here? We could do some whiskey. You want some Just whiskey? A Just take a nip. Well, you can do a nip Just of whiskey. A nip. Just a. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Topic: Conventional wisdom and authority. I, I am the host of this program, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third. I am the host of this here program, Clark Lawrenson the first. Uh, and Al, I apologize. I didn't bring coffee today because, well, in all honesty, the Bears didn't win, so I couldn't get the free medium coffee over at Dunkin'. Oh, Do you know wow, you really Monday? run it. You really run a tight uh, schedule, uh, a ship there. What do you mean? With your spending. Well, um, you know. When the deals are there, they're there. Wednesdays, double points. Yeah. On the uh, on the old order online, you get double points. Boom. What? Yeah, that's when I ordered my K-Cups, too. Because I get double points. You still I use the K-Cups? Yeah, I'm still Last time I was over at your place, you, had, you were trying to be all fancy with the boiling water. Oh, yeah. No, I do and... the French press, too. Oh, Jesus. It's actually... I do the French press, too. It, but then you use those toxic, shitty-tasting my, my cups. Wife, my wife doesn't do things. I recycle very well, I must say. Not going to do it. Not a fan. Not a fan of K-Cups. It was only fresh made. Bar made the best coffee. How you doing, Clark? Al? This is a former president, George Herbert Walker Bush, at the pearly gates, just waiting in line, doing some paperwork. Apparently, yeah. uh, you don't get special treatment. Former presidents don't get treatment up here. Um, I had an idea that, that you might be calling. Uh, yeah. Of course. Uh, Wasn't going to pre- do it. President Didn't Bush. Didn't want to do it, but here I am. President George H.W. Bush passed away this week. Did you see the dog? My dog? I did. Solly? Still, yeah. still sitting there, loyal, yeah. very loyal. I always respect your loyalty. Was, was he named after the pilot? Yeah, yeah I would gather that. Uh, George H.W. Bush has served our country a very long time. Many years of service, of course. I, I believe that well, you were a teenager when you first uh, entered the military. I was the youngest airman. Wow. Yeah, I, I, Is that, that's a branch of the Army? What's that? 
That's a branch of the army there? I don't remember. Yeah. They get a little fuzzy when you pass away. Oh, Jesus. But, uh, Bob, I, I, I don't know if this works. Uh, okay. Bob, wait for me I'll go with the window. I'll go with the window. Oh, yeah, she passed away earlier. Well, not earlier, earlier today. But earlier this year. year. Yeah, yeah. Just eight months, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that happens a lot with older people. Yeah. Once one goes, another one follows. Right sure. behind. Sure. Sure. Do it. Sure. 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 Up. sure. Now, uh, you were once, uh, wasn't your plane shot and you jumped out of it? I love jumping out of planes. I was 90 years old when I jumped out of a plane. No. When's the last time you jumped out of a plane? I've never jumped out of well, a plane. Well, I was doing it with my 90s. I'm impressed. I, I am very, very impressed. Now, eight years as vice president under, under Ronald Reagan, a former actor. Loved jelly beans. Didn't know everything, but he loved jelly beans. Would he talk about his acting days? Oh, you could shut him up. You'd go over there to say hi after a nap, and he'd be eating his jelly beans, talking about making movies with monkeys. I was running the CIA, Clark, and they made him president. He uh, he called an inning of baseball. Yep. Did right? You, Didn't he call a game with Harry Carey? I once tried to uh, make a law that former presidents should be baseball announcers, and they should put them <laughs> in the same boat. <laughs> Uh, oh, that would be awesome! You get yeah, you get Bush, you, you get the 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 son, uh, the, the, the W forty three. Yeah, you get forty three, and you get Obama calling baseball games. I'm tuning in. Okay, okay, good idea. Nothing but good ideas. It's all I ever had, and I think W should be a baseball announcer. My goodness, uh, four when, years as the president. Yep, went to Yale. States. I was in the Navy, forty two to forty five. Yeah. Lieutenant Junior Gray. Now, there's been a lot of talk lately. I wanted to ask you about your letter to Bill Clinton, uh, to President Bill Clinton. There's been a lot of talk lately about how uh, wonderful of a letter it was, uh, wishing him well and, and all the success in the world for him. Uh, it, was there anything else that you said to him that people don't know about? Keep it in the pants. Jeez. Yeah, told him that straight up, looked him in the eyes. <laughs> Bill, you got to keep it in the pants. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I asked the uh, question. St. Peter's I, I asked I go, Yeah, you better. I'll talk to you later. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, there you go. Wow. Why do I let you do that to me? Ah, oh, it's amazing. Former president. Very, uh, very big show tonight. Yeah. You know, McCarthy uh, breaking news and... Of course, uh, yeah, I'll do all due respect on uh, on that. Oh, I yeah, I love the Bush family. Yeah, I think I the do, Bushes yeah. are wonderful. I mean, yeah. Honestly, they should have uh, they should have made him president again. Like after? Yeah, you know, after. Like after the kids served a little bit. After after uh, W, uh, then they should have went back to H Dub. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Just gone full circle. I mean, it, it's not how it works. What do you mean it's not how it well, works? That, absolutely. People get a chance to vote. And it's completely legal. Colleges and well, stuff. yeah. I mean, they, yeah. he should have ran. Oh, sure. Um, he uh, he would be the, what, there's only been one president before who has served and then didn't serve and then came back and served again. I believe it was Grover Cleveland. I could be wrong. Who I believe also was a member of the Supreme Court. Oh, he was. I don't know. That's I think you're agreeing without knowing there. I have no idea. No. I have no idea. I wish they'd put me on the Supreme Court. What would you do? I would turn it into a TV show like Judge Judy. 
Only it would be all of America's biggest problems. You Perfect. could be the palest. Perfect. You would be you would be my bird. Okay, I'll be your bird. Clark, can you go grab those papers over there? Her bailiff's name is Bird, huh? And thank you for standing up and taking your hat off when the president called in. I appreciate that. No problem. I, I didn't I didn't think we needed to make a deal of it though. It's just a thing that's called courtesy, my friend. Courtesy. This Grover Cleveland. What a great name, huh? I'm a fan. I'm thinking about, you know, if I my fourth kid, if I ever have any kids, the fourth one, I would go Grover Cleveland Larcher the third. He was a sheriff in New York, mayor of Buffalo, governor of New York. Mayor of Buffalo. President of the United States. Okay. And yeah, non consecutive terms, the twenty second and the twenty fourth. He was never on the Supreme Court. No idea where I got that that information. Well, you had me. You had me there, Al. Why don't they make Judge Judy a Supreme Court justice? Well, I mean, I I would have thought if it's going to happen, it was going to happen during this presidency. Would have been my guess. Um, It should happen during any presidency. Okay, yeah. You know that woman that she's. Do you know she's the highest paid television star? Yeah. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's a big fan of Judge Judy. Everybody should be. Her show. There's a, no reason not to. That is one of the wonderful programs. It hasn't changed in 20 years. That show. Hmm. William Howard Taft Clark, 27th president and the 10th Chief Justice of the United States. And he once got stuck in a bathtub. Really? Yeah, very plump man. Wow. Big mustache. Big, big, burly mustache. He looks like the Jacksonville Jaguars owner. Only less Middle Eastern. He's not as Middle Eastern. Do you know who is on the half dollar, the 50 cent piece? There's a lot. Kennedy? Yep. Uh, no, Kennedy's the only one. Well, on the... Half dollar. There's uh, Clark. There's uh, hand. There's coins and coins and coins and coins. They make coins. Yeah, I got a coin the other day with uh with the Microsoft guy on it. Right now, Sacagawea is on. Yeah, the sack of jewels is on one. You got uh, uh Betsy Ross. She's on some uh, coins. You know. There's... Do you want to know about discontinued currency? Sure. Bring that... it on me. The half cent was available from 1793 to 1857. That's half crazy. There was a two-cent piece from 1863 to 1873. And what about the three-cent nickel from 1865 to 1889? We have really hit the like the pinnacle of podcasting right here, Al. Yeah. Thank you for turning in to Larcher and Lawrence's coin collection program. Uh, today we're going over discontinued and rare coins. Uh, Clark is going to be reading uh, a listing of uh, some uh, rare uh, coins. The Eagle coin, $10, minted as a commemorative yep. from 84 to 2003. And right now, if you order now, we'll give you three minted half-dollar coins from 1999. Uh, all you got to do is pay shipping and handling in the 1999, and we're going to throw this in as well. What else you got, Clark? The Half Eagle. Half Eagle. $5. $5. It's a coin. Coin. Uh, from 1795 1795? to 1929. 1925. 
1795 to 1925, $5. It was around. $5. That's a $5 coin. We will include that. And now, that. since 1986, there has, it has been minted as a commemorative. The first caller right now, 760-454-8834, will get this coin along with two other mystery coins for a low price of $39.99. All you got to do is call now, 760-454-8834. Operators are standing by. This is going to be a deal that isn't going to last. And this is a great gift for your grandkids. If yeah. you have grandkids, they, there's nothing a grandkid loves more than opening a present and finding a box full of coins. It makes their day. It ma- it's delightful. Let's get to something serious here about coins. Now, there is if currently... If Grandma Addison gave me a box full of stupid oh, coins, Jesus. I'd throw them in the river. Oh, Little Clark. Oh, my goodness. I I'm actually it. with Little Clark I, on that one. I love Little My Clark. grandma, my God rest her soul, I would get her on the phone line if it wouldn't oh. be too emotional, but uh, my sweet grandmother, this lady, she was a nanny most of her life, worked her ass off. Uh, she started dating this Italian guy, Dominic, okay? Now, Grandma used to send me a $100, a crisp, clean $100 bill every year for my birthday, for Halloween. If there was a holiday, $100 was coming my way, and, you know, I, that was beautiful. That was a wonderful deal. And then all of a sudden, she started dating Dominic, and you know what I would get in the mail? What was that? $2 bills. No. Oh. No, they're collectibles. I love $2 bills. So I lost $98 to get those stupid collectible $2 bills, which aren't worth... You know what they're worth, Clark? $2. And an attitude when you spend them. No, they're yeah, not. Yeah, you put that $2 bill down at 7-Eleven, they're like, yeah, all right. Why do you get an attitude about it? Because nobody knows what... We, there's no trade for them in the drawers. They're a yeah. pain in the ass. They're a nuisance. No, you know what I do? I... I I buy them off off of the drawer. Yeah, and I take them home. Cause you're that asshole. And I give them to like my kid or somebody yeah. like that. I was trying to make dollar coins a thing. Why are they not a thing? Because they're here's, stupid. No, here's the thing: the penny, the penny's got to go. The penny. It. Why do we still have the penny? You know, Japan. Uh, I think it was about up to five dollars. It costs more money to make than it's worth. In Japan, I think it was like up to five dollars or coins. Okay, yeah. And you always had a handful of Dollar uh, coins of should coins. be a thing. Yeah, yeah. At this point, with inflation, like How many coins you are, got in your pocket right now? Like where we are? None. I wore sweatpants over here. Well, why? Uh, because I'm just here for you. Like, we're on Facebook Live, but we're not showing What if you stopped like and a, got Snickers or something? Two miles. It's like a two-mile drive. I'm allowed, I can stop in sweats around there. Right, but what yeah. I'm saying is why don't you have change in your pocket? Because I... I just put these. But if dollars were changed, you would you would grab a handful and you'd have change in your pocket right now, falling out onto my floor, filthing this place up. I don't know. It's no. not a good idea. Clark. No, I wouldn't. No. No, you wouldn't. Okay, yeah, you you know. No, they'd be great for vending machines. So are dollar bills. How? Well, that's not true. Come on, that's come not on. True. All right, come on. You got me on that one. Even today, technology is not jumped. Although most do accept credit cards now for a fee. That is why. In Japan, there's a vending machine on every corner, and in America, there isn't. Now, on, they have the dollar coins. It is. There yeah. it is. You can still, yeah. You get your cup of coffee on the Boom. corner. There it is. I'll tell you what, vending machines, man, they're, uh, they're, they're going to go because those dollar readers, they are not efficient. No, they're terrible. They waste way too much time, especially for this day and age. I can't even buy a lotto ticket at 4 in the morning at what, uh, Dominic's or Jewel's. Well, no, because it's too late. No, since it's not taking the dollar. Oh, I see. The 20. I like to buy the $20 tickets. 
I have a stack of like four hundred dollars in winners over there oh, that sweet. I think might have expired. Oh yeah, you don't want to let that happen. Yeah, I've done that. Oh yeah, that's not good. You're you're kind of well, you're helping out though. You're helping the state and the schools. No bullshit. I want my money. Well, let's see. You want me to take them in? Would you? I'll take them in. I'll, I'll check on them. No I, problem. I'll give you ten five percent, twenty percent. Get out of here. No. Would you rather let it die and then you don't get the money? Or would you rather I took it in? 20% is where I'm at. Thank you, Lords of the Light. You know, someone said the world's a stage and each of us play a part. Plus tax. You read your line select cleverly. You never missed a cue. They came back too. They forgot the words. They changed, you fool. You acted strange. Why? I never know. Why ever did it? Honey, who am I talking to? You lied when you said you loved me. So what doing a show with me is like. I had no cause to doubt you. But I'm really going, really going hearing your lies. <laughs> and you go on living without you. Stage is bare, and I'm standing there yeah, like without any hair. I'm not. If you won't come back to me, what the heck was it? Huh? Go ahead, Is your heart? That's how you do drugs, Clark. You can ramble, you can ramble, you can go through the chorus, but you, when you need to hit the when you need Boom. to hit the post, you, you're, he's there. Yeah. On the uh, on the Facebook live feed, I'm pretty sure that a, a Packers fan signed in for just a second. There's a town there that says in the Bears. Dot 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 dot. Still suck. Right there on our Facebook Live. Well, he's factually inaccurate. I mean, this guy is a moron. Because the Bears do not suck. The Bears no. are number one in your division. You can't yeah. come up to me and tell me a team sucks when they're number one in your division, pal. That is completely inaccurate. Completely. That's a false statement. Absolutely. And you should be ashamed of yourself. You're as shameful as that fat-ass coach you had there for way too long. Jesus. Glad he's gone. Ding-dong, the dummy's dead. He's wow. not dead. You know, he's just chilling out there, bud. Okay. 760-454-8834. Maybe going to get us some wrestling here in a the little bit. The nickel costs $5.94 to produce. That's bullshit. No, it's true. No, I no, it isn't, Clark. It, it isn't. I'm reading it right You're telling here. me a nickel costs $5 to make. $5.94. No, not true. Absolutely. Absolutely not. No, it is. That doesn't make any sense. No, no pun intended. Why? Why? How does it not make sense? Because uh, that's what you call a boondoggle. Hang on. And if that's the case, why are we still electing these people who how are? How much does a nickel cost to produce? To produce? Yeah, draw it up and. Uh... This year it costs one point seven cents to make a penny. I, I believe and that eight cents to make a nickel. Mm-hmm. This is from an article from 2014. 
Yeah, that's not $5 or whatever bullshit number you were throwing at me before. I could see it being a little above. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's a representative. You know, the whole thing. The gold standard should return. You know, Nixon fucked that up. Why? Uh, huh? Nixon took us off the gold standard. Why? Because he felt it would further the economy. Well, and that go? I, I don't think it went well. I, I, I think it's uh, just a disaster waiting to happen. They got him impeached. As inflation, and that didn't get him impeached. You know, how, impeached. What, how do you know that? Because I, I've read history. I went to history class. Okay. You know, basic understanding and knowledge of uh, presidential politics. Oh, well done. I'm proud of you. You don't, you don't know why Nixon was impeached? You think it's because of the nickel? No, I know. Okay. Well, you, you know what they taught you at Second City, Clark? Yes, Do you remember and. what they taught you? Yes, Play and. to the top of your intelligence. Yes, and. Play to the top of your intelligence, Clark. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, you would. That could be difficult. Little Clark nails it. Oh, okay. So WWE right now, bit of a lull. Yeah. The great uh, Becky Lynch still uh, uh, the main story. Still yep. what everyone wants to talk about. She's on fire. I'm a little concerned, though, when she comes out, there's not this massive pop. There's not this huge explosion of fans cheering her on. Uh, but if you go to the Internet, everybody's loving on Becky Lynch, and she's the greatest thing since... Uh, right. No, well, since vehicles. She's kicking ass out there. Since vehicles. Yeah. Okay. I'd rather... I could cut my own bread at this point. Okay. You know, a car, that, that's pretty impressive. All right, then. Fair. Everyone's always the sliced bread. Who cares, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I'm sure one time in this nation's history, uh, sliced bread was a, was a problem, and it was great once you already had your bread sliced. But now, eh. I wonder why slicing bread was so difficult to achieve. Have you ever tried slicing bread? Well, you got to use a bread knife. Yeah, but probably you couldn't just go on Amazon and get a bread knife. Could, could nobody had designed that yet? Or, they were probably or did, like, hard or did pressed one to person find. like start coming through towns and he's like, "I have the knife to cut the bread yeah. and you shall pay me." The baker, yeah, the baker probably had a bread knife and everyone else did. Amazing. I miss those days. I, I probably would be. Uh, I would own a, a hot dog stand in Tokyo if you were the baker in town, and I had gotten a loaf of bread and I needed it sliced. Uh huh. Would you do that for a friend of me like me? Did you buy the bread for me, or did you buy the bread elsewhere? I, I bought it elsewhere. That seems yet, like you're posing. But yet, but yet, but yet me you're a lot. really good friend. Yeah, I mean, uh, once or twice. No, and it's like, if this hey, was like a weekly thing, no, it'd be like, hey Al, let's try the competition's bread, see how they're doing. If you buttered me up a slice, I think I would do it for sure. Okay. You got to butter me up in order to get that done, though. That's where that term comes from. What? Butter me up. It means somebody was buttering your bread? Yeah, because back in the day, the guy in town who would cut the bread, people would come and bring their bread, and he would do it fine, but if you brought a piece of bread, after he cut it, you'd take a piece of bread and you'd butter it up. Yeah. You'd give it to him. That's called buttering him up. That was his tip. And then you guys, you would drink wine, and everyone would laugh. And then uh, you would take the rest of your bread slices home to your family, and you would make uh, sandwiches. And that's where the term butter me up comes from. Ottawa Frederick Roadwetter of Davenport, Iowa, United States, invented the first single loaf bread slicing machine. The bread was advertised as the greatest forward step 
in baking history industry since sliced bread was wrapped. Yeah. Boom. Big deals, man. Yeah. You know, so how do we take advantage of? I mean, I got this beautiful ninja pressure cooker air fryer over here. Highly recommend it to anybody out there who uh, who likes uh, cooking things quickly and uh, tastefully. Did you hear of the 1943 U.S. ban on sliced bread? I, I did not know this. What, what happened in 1943? During 1943, U.S. officials imposed a short-lived ban on sliced bread as a wartime conservation effort. The ban was ordered by Claude R. Wickard, who held the position of food administrator, and took effect on January 18, 1943, according to the New York Times. The ready sliced loaf must have heavier wrapping than an unsliced one if not to dry out. I'm not going to say much, but Claude was a real prick. I got to run. Oh, boy. There he wow. was. Wow. Yeah, some presidential insight. 41 jumping back in. I'll be done. Yeah. Well, now, it's, uh, now you know uh, the whole loaf. There you go. I'd say the wheel was probably better than sliced bread. Yeah, that was much earlier, Clark. That We're talking about really early man. So, like, 1924? No, come on. Seventeen. Yeah, don't be a dope. You you play to the top of your intelligence. Thousands, thousands of years ago. B.C. Clark. B.C. We're talking Bullet Club. B.C. Bullet Club. Elite. The year of the zero. So who do you got? Who do you think uh, at this point in the season? Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? New England back on fire. Yeah, they are. The Chicago Bears. Here. Real. The, I, th- I think the Rams are going to win this season. The Los Angeles Rams and their, uh, their, their dominant team. The, the New Orleans Saints, who have already shown they could beat the Rams. This is a very intriguing year in football. Um, it, I mean, it seems like it could be cut and dry, but we've seen that before. Remember when the New England Patriots weren't going to lose a game? And then suddenly in the Super Bowl, the Giants yeah. of New York did what yeah. they did to the Bears yesterday? Yep. New England, 9-3 and three right now. If you would have asked me to guess their record, I would have said something like 7-5. and five. Yeah, me too. 9-3. I, no I had no idea they were that good. Pittsburgh Steelers, 7-4-1. and one. Baltimore, right on their ass, 7-5. and five. Yep. Houston. You know, guess the record of the Houston. 8-4. Uh, 9-3. Hot damn. The Texans, right back at it. The Bears are so damn close to nine and three. Chiefs ten and two, Chargers nine and three. Like there's a lot of good football teams. You know the the Chargers with with when Gordon is healthy and I think he will be back for the playoffs. He's he's an elite receiver. You have very good running back or uh, receiver in Keenan Allen. Yeah. You know we haven't even talked about the Chiefs and Hunt that that broke this week. Jesus man. Wow, that seems like a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. The Chiefs acted swiftly. They did. I thought maybe even a little too fast. And here's something that really bugs me about the whole thing. One, and I'm not defending him, okay? Uh, you, you, can't, you can't touch a woman. You, you can't get physical. Yep. But one, they didn't report what was going on there. They just played the video. Two, I didn't think it was that, that vulgar of an incident. And, I, you know, again, I understand you, you can't the, – the league has an image problem uh, of uh, violence 
domestic disputes, violence among women against athletes who are charged up individuals. They're they're they have, yeah. their bodies are temples. They they're, they're warriors. And um, but he essentially that that video. What I saw there was a scrimmage outside of a bar that nobody gets arrested for. And everybody wants to press charges. Everybody wants the other person to go to jail. And the cop's like, well, if I'm bringing you to jail, they're going to jail. Everyone's going to jail. And everyone just walks away. That's what I saw there. Right. When, when they said they, that he brutalized her with a kick, I was like, oh, my God. Like, glad they got rid of him. Then I went home and I watched it. And he, like, tapped her in the butt. No, I didn't see it. Watch the video. It said that. No, I watched the video. And I get what you're saying. Like, I've seen that scrum happen. Outside of a bar. And allegedly... I've seen that happen, and nothing happened. Nobody got arrested, but that shit needs to not happen. Agreed, it needs to not happen. But we're talking about a guy losing his livelihood for... And now there's another incident. It looks like this might be a violent guy, and it might be the right call. Okay, but... Sure. And this isn't the thing that bugs me. I'm just just putting the case out there. No, I'm with you, and I know that I... Yeah, I'm not upset. Now, allegedly what happened is... uh, this woman called, got into it with his girlfriend, pushed the girlfriend, was got got physical with the girlfriend, and then called him the N word. Yes, I saw that. So that I mean that wasn't widely reported in the story that said this man brutalized this woman. Like I, just the whole concept con, uh, context should be there. Now the Chiefs were right because it does need to be there. I I agree. I we need to have that conversation. The Chiefs were right because they fired the guy be, based not based on the the violence. Uh, which which was bad. They they but when I heard this story, he I was thinking of Ray Rice. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? He punched yeah. that woman in an elevator and dragged her body. Oh, that it, was disgusting. That, awful. that was you know what? This guy should never play again, and he hasn't. Right. And, and there's no coming back from that. This wasn't that. That's what I'm saying. This was not that. This was this was a tussle, not a fight. Right. And. Here's my problem with, with the way the NFL works. The Chiefs did everything right. You know, yeah, they, they drafted a guy. I'm not sure if he had character issues going into the draft. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't follow. Yeah, me but let's say they, they do. They took a risk that this guy could be trouble in the future. When he was trouble, they get rid of him. Right. Now another team gets to just pick him up. After what a nine game suspension? Do they? And they get to take out. They get to take a player who is a Pro Bowl quality. They get a stud running back and the redemption story. Who who picks him up? Well, you you say it like 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 it's a shocking thing. What happened to the guy in San Francisco? Reuben Foster. He was True. picked up the next day, Clark. Wow. The next day, and that was a domestic dispute that sounded more more like a more violent. And more egregious than the situation that happened with Hunt. So this guy gets into it with a wife. The team immediately cuts him. The San Francisco 49ers get rid of a a stud player. The next day, I believe it was the Redskins, pick him up. Yeah. So this team benefits for another team doing the right thing. And that irks me. If he's to be – it should be a thing where, look, we're going to cut him from the contract. If the the league needs to suspend him indefinitely, not let anybody touch him, and if he gets a redemption story, let's say the league says, okay, you, you've missed half a year. We're going to allow you back in the league. Teams can bid on your contract. The Kansas City Chiefs have first right to you. Yeah. That's the way it should work. That's yeah. my opinion. I think the NFL needs to do that. And, yeah, or they need to have a no-tolerance deal where 
if you are physical in any way whatsoever towards a woman, you're forever banned. That you know that seems drastic, but maybe that's where they need to go. Um, I don't see why not. But I, yeah, I I, I don't know. Something that needs to be it needs to end. Like it's got to go. You know, and then you get in. There, I mean, there is a racial aspect of it too. You know, you you look go on Black Twitter. I don't know if you know that that, that expression, but no, no. you know the the Twitter. Um, you know, there, there's a community there, the African American community on Twitter. Yeah, and they're they're upset about how players are are the way they're they're they're, they're presented, and uh, you know they're seen as like these aggressive, you know, bad people. And it's like, well, you know, there's more than one side to a story, and uh, uh, they feel like they're you know the these white owners are telling them how they can act and behave, and and yes, of course, you can't brutalize a woman. Right. You shouldn't be able to touch a woman, but, right. you know, it's just, it, it, it's a mess. It's a mess. If you go too extreme, it, it feels extreme. If you don't go extreme enough, then it, it feels like the NFL isn't doing their job. It's a no-win situation, um, and they, they, they just need to find a cut-and-dry formula to handle these situations. Yeah, I agree. That one shouldn't benefit... I'm not. I'm not so concerned about punishing the Chiefs, but I feel like you losing a star player is a punishment, uh, only because another team benefits from it. Sure. If Hunt is gone and he's gone forever, and uh, the Chiefs by doing the right thing get rid of him and they're better off without him and they feel good about the move, fine. But then all of a sudden their rival, uh, the Chargers, lose. Uh, Gordon next, you know, let's say this injury somehow turns horrific and his career is over. Yeah. Now the chargers pick up hunt and the, the chiefs are forever to face hunt two times a year and be punished and possibly lose games all because they did the right thing. Like right. that, that, that's a part I, I'm, I'm having a problem with. Um, I, and I don't know a solution, but yeah, it's bad. It's, I just, I wish, I wish players would behave. But again, that's that, and then there's this racial overtone when you say that that you're not supposed to say it. So well, yeah, I I get what you're saying. You you can't say things like letting the inmates run the asylum, right? Things like that, right? That have been said. Like there are things. No, no, that I, I get agree that. That's, uh, like there's and there is a bit of an overtone about it. However, I think it's quite okay to say. We can't have people hitting. We can't have our players physically abusing women, getting physical at all with a woman. Yeah, you know what I mean. But again, I mean, did you did you as find far that as like they... the racist part? Like that was a thing that I, that's a question that I have. Like, what do what what does Black Twitter think of it? I've heard I've heard some strong know. defensive hunt. If like. It's... And I'm not talking about in defense of Hunt. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm saying how do they? Yeah, you've seen strong defenses of him because I've that seen strong defenses of, uh, of Hunt. So in so my in there, before so I there's read people it. on Twitter that say that it, it's okay, uh, it's justifiable to hit a woman, but he didn't hit she her. got like, He did. I mean, it, it, he didn't. Uh, he, he pushed somebody into her, and she went down. He pu- he was angry. He he yeah. was, he oh, was yeah. angry. He was angry. There's no doubt about and it. Then, and, he's and, then an he also, and then he also, and then he also, he kicked her while she was down. Now, granted, it wasn't like a kick to the face. It wasn't a kick, you know. It, 
He tapped her it in the ass. He it, tapped like, her in the ass with her, his foot. Yes. You can't do that. You, you can't do that. No. You can't do that. But I'm saying that most people wouldn't go to jail for that. That same situation playing out in front of a bar on a Friday night, I don't think people go to jail. I think on live TV. I think now they, I they, think they, now they should. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe. Right? I, I don't know. Should she have, if she instigated it, should she go to jail too? If she hit him, if she put, if she hit him, she pushed, if she pushed the girlfriend, she should probably go to jail as well, right? I mean, there should be charges filed. Yeah, it's a bad situation. If there's proof of it. I mean, right now, all that we've seen is video of that, which what I don't understand is AP just went for 90 yards. Police did see that article and they did not, um, they did not press charges at the time. Did you see? The, you saw the, the video saw the of the video. cop. Did no, you what the, did you say? No, I didn't. Of the cop justifying why they didn't. Well, no, there's the cops in the lobby, and she's sitting in the lobby saying like, "I want to press charges," and they're like, "Yeah, we we don't know. There's just not enough evidence." Oh wow! And she's like, "There's video footage," and he's like, "Well, what we'll do is we'll send our detectives. They'll they're gonna have to subpoena it. We can't just look at it, and uh, and then go from there." Wow. That's wild. And by no means should police be protecting professional athletes. But again, I don't know that this situation is any different. If it's a a tussle with with a you know a guy who works in sales at a pharmaceutical company and uh, another group with with a girl in in a fight in a bar and drunk people and young people. I mean, we got to remember, Cream Hunt's twenty two. Yeah. Again, none of this is, is, is an excusable defense. There obviously should be. A punishment. There obviously should be uh, repercussions, and there obviously should be, um, you know, uh, actions for the responsibility of what he did. Now, there's a, allegedly another incident that's come out since then. With yeah, him in a there fight was another in a club. one. Him, yeah, he he was in a fight, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's more to the story, and and you know, yeah, he's twenty. He's a twenty-three-year-old kid. You know, I mean, I think I think we forget that a lot too. These aren't. Adults. These aren't adults doing adult things. These these, these are rich kids uh, who don't know how to handle their celebrity. Yeah. What, what that means that yeah. the repercussions that put uh, Peterson at the fifth all time on the all time rushing list. Unreal. Speaking of people, I mean that guy beats his kids. Yeah, sticks beats uh, him with sticks, Clark. What do they call switches? The switch. The switch. Switches. Yeah, the switch. What do they call him? Yeah. Well, anyways, so that that's uh, that's that. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know how you fix it. My uh, my Northern Illinois Huskies pulled off a win against Buffalo. Buffalo, the college uh, that Khalil Mack went to. Wow, great Bears linebacker. His little brother plays there right now as a linebacker. Yeah. And then uh, maybe we should talk about the Michigan basketball team. That's 8-0, Al. Isn't, isn't there like... They've been getting it done. 50, 60 games in the season? Eh, no. How many games are there in the season? Uh, 40? Yeah. 30? Something like that. All right, so they're, yeah, they're getting there. 
Something like that. We should probably uh, talk about more so than the Michigan basketball they're, game. No, they're fifth ranked overall. The um, the first place I took in the five man this week, which you took second place, and uh, yeah, your team put up 157 points. My my in team, this totally separate game, you decided would uh, would count for for bets. It's a five man. We already yeah. established this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. Remember the, the other one you, you yeah. lost on? You know what? If I had lost in a game, too, like like you had in the Dimitri League, now that it's over, I had the best That points. league doesn't exist anymore. I had the That's most not my points. fault. I, I performed better in a league of 20 people. You're performing better in a league of five. Well, you would think. I'm just saying. You would think. You yeah. would think a smaller sample size, you'd be able to perform better, Clark. You would think in a smaller sample size, yeah, like you have a better chance of winning. And you know when Your you. Your odds were, increase of a lesser player like you. When you were sitting increase. in first place in that game, Clark. When was I you in, know, when, when was I in first place? Throughout the day, that lead changed I didn't even times. notice. I didn't even see it. You. I had you, no you, idea. You had no idea. You're sitting there with your. <laughs> Kid on Santa's lap, and uh, you were thinking, "Oh, this is great! I'm winning that stake." I was not. So you put up 157 points. I put up 172. Yes, you did. Um, well, and I noticed, like usual, you played all my guys. You played you my played guys. McCaffrey, like and Newton and Ware. I have been stacking McCaffrey. There you are with and Godwin. There you are with Godwin and Ebron, just like I do. We both stacked Newton, McCaffrey, Ware. Yep. Godwin, Ebron, and uh, that was it. You, you got me with Thielen over my hill. That you, you, nice job there. Um, I got pretty lucky that both Humphreys and Godwin uh, hit their points. Yeah, my play of the week, which helped lead me to my my big win in the three dollar tournament, where I took three dollars and made a thousand dollars, Clark. Nine hundred and ninety-seven dollar profit. You're an excellent tournament player in a twenty-person game with friends. You you just you don't do as well as I do, Clark. You have been in that three hundred thousand person tournament many times no, with me. Not really. Many times, yeah. and uh, you've never quite uh, capitalized like I have. Um, my key, my key, my number one play at running back this week was McCaffrey. My number two play at running back this week. Can you guess? No. Lindy. Lindsay. Yeah, Phil. He was Lindsay. he was in my model, Clark. This guy had a ninety rating. I've never seen a rating that side really? high outside of Cam Newton. So you knew he was gonna be that hot? Yeah. Oh my god. He that 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 play was a must. That saved my ass. And then the fact no what, receivers did anything. What was his uh percentage in that game, do you know? He was higher than I thought okay, let me pull up my winning team. Yeah. Not my winning in thirty third place. That's winning, right? Well, if you turn three dollars into a grand, I'd say that yeah, that's that's winning. That you're is you're always winning when you turn three dollars into a grand. You're right. There's no doubt about it. I wish it was more. That's the only the only uh, problem Absolutely. I have. I only lost one dollar this week. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. You took my advice. I I like that. How did I take your advice? Well, you know, you always do. I put my advice out there, and you. Oh, I pulled it back. You run with so it. I take it easy. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So, okay, 32nd play. Oh, I wasn't 33rd. I was 32nd. Pardon me. I put up 228 points, my new high score. I had, with 21% ownership in the tournament, at 33 points, Mahomes. Mahomes was oh, my homie. my homie. Mahomes was uh, 33 points. Yeah. At 19% ownership, very low ownership. Todd Gurley, 34 points. Wow. Now, how can I afford him, you say, and Holmes? Yeah. We're getting there. Lindley, 
Lindsay, Lindsay, yep. thirty-one points. He cost five thousand four hundred dollars. Thirty-one percent ownership, higher than Gurley. Wow. Now here, here's where I start getting sneaky. Whoa. It actually was a bad play, but at five eight, I played Lockett at thirteen points. So that there was a loss there. Mm-hmm. I made it back with Corey Sutton putting up eighteen and a half points Cortland? at four thousand two. Wow. He had three percent ownership, Clark. Jesus. Nice job. So there was my sneaky play. Uh-huh. At twelve percent ownership, at twenty four points, Godwin. Everybody was on Godwin though. He he was projected to have really high ownership. Yeah. Thirty percent tile range. Yep. Kelsey. Only fourteen percent was not only Kelsey was badass. Not only at seven grand, it was scary to spend that much at, re- at tight end, but he's a receiver. Yeah. yeah. At seven grand, not only was he the highest scoring tight end on the week, he scored outscored every receiver, putting up forty two point eight points. Jesus. So I stacked Mahomes with Kelsey. Yeah. And yeah, that was an rare. extensive. That was a very expensive stack. Probably the most expensive, definitely tight end yep. quarterback. Because your highest priced quarterback, Mahomes was seven thousand six hundred. That's why his ownership is low. Okay. Kelsey was seven grand at tight end, fourteen percent ownership. I played Ware, which was a mistake, and I faded him. It's funny because I had him high like everyone else, and I'm like, no, he he's going to put up seventeen points at the most. How much was he played? Forty five percent in this game. Jeez. Forty five percent. Every reason not to play him. Right. Exactly. I faded him down to eight percent. He needed 12 points to hit his value. He scored 12 points. He was four okay. grand, four eight twelve. So, and then uh, sneaky play at 2,700 and three percent ownership. The Texans gave me 18 points. So okay. there you have it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I I focus this week on number one. I saw that there was no uh, wide receiver I was excited about. The number one receiver on my model was uh, the Packers, Devontae Adams. Yep. He was going up against Peterson. I didn't like it. I nope. believe he did hit value. I wouldn't like it. He did. Okay. But uh, You play him a little bit? I didn't play him at all. I faded on him because he was okay. chalk. Ebron was projected at 50% ownership. So I faded completely on him, except yep. our cash game. I didn't play him at all. Okay. And uh, I think he actually did well. So Devonte Adams was seven thousand nine hundred. So that's an eight, eight, sixteen, twenty-four. He put up twenty-three points. So not a good play, just a basic play, uh-huh. where everyone knew Godwin was going to go off. He was your third highest scoring receiver at twenty-four points. He cost four grand. Yeah. Zay Jones was the uh, and then uh, Pittis of uh, San Francisco. He was thirty-eight hundred. He was the number one receiver in fantasy this week at thirty-two point seven points. Wow. Five catches, 129 yards on seven targets, two touchdowns. That'll do it. Yep. So it's all about being contrarian. The second you move away from the guys everybody else is on, it forces you to play other guys that no one else is playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if everybody plays the same guys, then they're all going to be finding the same guys at the same middle point. Sure. And those guys don't go off. But suddenly you move away from the chalk guys, you got a little more money to spend or a little less money to spend. In my case, I think I, I overspent on uh, chalk players like uh, that really weren't. Kelsey, Mahomes, Gurley, those were expensive buys. But because I spent all that money so high there, stayed away from the other uh, trap plays, you, you're able to find those middle ground guys that put yeah. up the points. And I, had, I was on Pettis, and... He was one of those guys I go, you know what, I'm just not feeling him. I'm going to take my risk elsewhere, and I moved off him, and that cost me. And then I overplayed uh, the running back of the Colts. Uh, 
You 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 went with this advice too. Uh, Shout out there. Oh, uh, from Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville. Hyde, Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde was under four grand. You uh you were big on him. He was priced right. It felt like he was going to get the goal line work, and he bitched this week about not getting enough touches. And I okay. believe in the first quarter okay. he fumbles the ball, and then so they reduced the use. Him. Okay, his usage. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That uh that is why uh, he didn't score me points. Then I see. Didn't score me either. I probably would have had five grand. I five think he spent the first quarter and maybe the first half at negative points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where's Where's price point? Of course, it was great because nobody expected what happened to happen when it did. Right. Yeah. So you you had Hunt go out with the police situation and get fired from the team. Where the the pricing was already out. So where was price at four grand, Dude, which wasn't a free play in year long fantasy? Like I I had a few people text me like, "Did you pick up where yet?" Or, you know, and I, and I had already been on it. But in one league, somebody picked him up 20 minutes before. In the other league, somebody just dropped him last week. So he's still on waivers oh, until wow. tomorrow. Yeah. So that league will have a fair – everyone will have a fair shake at him. Yep. Yep. Man, Clark, and then, Clark loves vulturing players and, then, and teams then, he's not in the playoffs. No, I I still had a chance to make the playoffs. Uh-huh. My models told me I had an 18% chance to still make it. Uh, that That did not happen. The back end of my the back end of my schedule was was rough in your game. I, I'm playing against the best players here at the end, plus the number one guy who's not just the number one guy. He is the number one guy. Yeah, by like 300. Points. By like over everybody in the league, and he's dominating. And congratulations to him. He is his team is kick ass. Like me and uh, I'm I'm giving props to him there. Keegan's like. Uh, that's where I'm at. Yep. I got like a 300 point advantage on everyone. I drew him twice in like the last half of the season. Yeah. How does that happen? No, you suck. No. And in uh, three, I'm in four-year-long leagues. Three of them, I think I'm playoff bound. One for sure. Two are iffy. One, I'm definitely out, Todd's league. If Zach Ertz scores three to four touchdowns, granted, he's not on my team, but it would cause a loss, and I could backdoor into one, one playoffs. Yeah. But I need Ertz to I'd have like to three to four Clark. touchdowns with about, with about five catches. Is that too much to ask? No, no, not at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I'd like to thank Clark. Allen Robinson is a number one receiver. Ooh, I don't know. He's a number one receiver. He had a number one receiver catch. He had a couple catches. He doesn't – I don't think it, he gets there, enough There on the last uh, drive, he had a great catch as well. Like, that, that was oh, yeah, the I think game it was fourth saving. down. I think it was fourth down. Game-saving catch yeah, yeah, yeah. off the back of a dude's helmet. No, but earlier than that – or after, later than that, I'm sorry. But yeah, that that one off the helmet was awesome. But he had another catch that was clutch on fourth down. Uh huh. Fantastic. Yeah, he's really good. He is a really good player, but I don't think he's getting the usage. Somebody's knocking on your door. I think that's a dog barking, Clark. Now oh, he's just trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was yeah. That was me laughing at your joke. Oh, I'd like man. to thank Clark. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Coach Nagy. You're coughing like an almost 40-year-old man. Yeah, that kid needs to get uh, some things checked out. I would gather. 
Oh, well, what else is there to say, Clark? I mean, I'm pretty sure that we covered all of it, 100% of it. Let's see, what did you write in the thing here? Let's see in if what we missed anybody. Oh. Bears, DraftKings, fantasy Oops. football, WWE, New Japan, the World Tag League just uh, finished up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a lot to talk about. All right. I have, I, you know what? I haven't been watching. Um, there's an interesting pay-per-view coming up, right? The, the women's match next Sunday. Oh, I the believe. triple threat at TLC. Yeah, Charlotte, Oscar. God damn it! It's gonna be another Sunday night Bears game against the wrestling pay per view. The odds of that. What are the chances? Choices. I'll obviously be watching the Bears. Do you want to come over and watch the Bears? Huh? I can't. I can't. I think my wife's gonna be gone somewhere. Maybe you should come over and watch the Bears with I my gather, kids. It'll be great. Yeah, I got it. Hazel goes to bed at like seven. It'll be just us. Can I swear at the TV? Look, probably. I may invite. I may invite Cappy over too. Is that all right? Like, Oop. yeah, you can swear at the TV. Sometimes you have to say shoot. I'm going to keep my options open, but uh, I'll definitely put it on the uh, the pen the possible. What's a maybe on Facebook? I'll do the maybe. See, and this is why you give me a hard time about not inviting you to Creed. But then, you, well, Creed, I would have been. Now again. you're looking for outs. Creed, I would have been. Yes, I, I would have oh been there in a heartbeat. God. But. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I might. Uh, uh, I, there's there's something I might try to you do. You can hang out with Hazel for a minute. What is the Godfather going to be down at uh, Duffy's again or what? Yeah, I'm going to go to Duffy's and watch uh, some wrestling with the Godfather. If that, I had enjoy. a guy hit me up uh, about tickets for the Bears, and he has two for next Sunday. Yeah, that he can't use anymore. Now, I I haven't asked him the price or anything, but do I? Well, for you and the wife, or are you talking about uh, you and I? Uh, yeah, I mean, would you? I, I'd consider it. If, if you shot a I price. don't know if I can is the thing, but would you take the tickets and use them with somebody else if, if you wanted? That as well. I'm going to try, but either way. Yeah, I mean, if you... Uh, but you and I, I would like to. I just, I don't think. I, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, the, well, I mean, hey, Cappy could come over and watch the game with Hazel, and we'll go to the game. Oh, perfect. Problem solved. solved. Got your neighbor. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. And 90.77, Philip Lindsay's rating this week. Number two in in my model was uh, Saquon Barkley at 83. Okay. Then Lamar Miller, who I'm not sure what he did. I didn't. uh, Oh, I played him 27%. Gurley, Drake, and McCaffrey. (laughs) So it was a good, good week for the model. I didn't expect McCarthy in his goodbye press conference to give shit to the fans who bought ownership in the oh, team. What kind? Yeah. <laughs> you get a piece of paper and you can frame it and put it on your wall. I just didn't expect that from. Yeah, well, he's a listen. He's got nothing to lose now, right? I mean, he's out. Oh, that was fucking. Fantastic. We got the exclusive. We did. We got the exclusive. We're we've gonna never, have a show tonight on it, probably or something. We've never had more shares in our uh, in our history. No, we haven't. And I think he played Sloth and Goonies Creed too. <laughs> I, I don't remember. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, there's a little glitch in the. Uh, no, recording. it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It was fucking meant to be. Everything's meant to be, Clark. That's why that's why we do this show. Oh, and he's listening too. So thank you for listening yeah, to the show. Tonight. I told you, uh, 
Micah McCarthy's big fan. Thank you very much. Stan, this is my final uh, press conference as the head coach of the Packers, as uh, one of the NFL's most overrated head coaches of all time. A uh, very sad day for me, very happy day for a lot of people in Green Bay, but you know what? They're the real suckers. These people in Green Bay, they buy pieces of paper that tell them they own the team. <laughs> Good luck with that, pal. See if you get anything out of that. See if you get anything out of this offense. What was that now? Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, him and his little race car lady is uh, pegging him, if you know what I mean. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all bad from here. He's going downhill. And uh, the next coach, good luck with that. Better off taking the Browns job, if you know what I mean. Well, I'll take that job first. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm happy to get out of Green Bay. I hate wearing green. Never liked green. I think I look stupid in this. And, uh, yeah, I might go back to uh, California. 41 shares. My God. Yeah. Yeah. And then he also said he's going to listen to Lord <laughs> Lord you. I had a job in acting. I don't know if you know this. I played uh, Sloth in the Goonies movies. movie. I like it a lot. The Creed. uh, Creed is what it is. Creed 2. And, uh, yeah, tonight I'll be listening to Larcher and Lawrence, and that's about all I got planned. Uh, Well, thanks for listening. Goodbye, Green Bay. Really going to miss you. We should see a big spike in viewership. Yeah, we we brought our A game for it here, but, yeah. Thank you. That was, uh, yeah. Oh, I gotta change the credit card on here. I'm glad we got a hold of that right there, Al. Yeah. Pretty fantastic. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that we got it all uh we got it all covered here. Is that your payment or mine? Oh, it was mine, I think. Maybe. Yeah, but I think that is my credit card number. Mm. Make you know what I'm gonna make primary. Six three seven eight isn't you, is it? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Great. Now the Russians know my. Uh... What are we doing here? Hey, I don't know. Khalil Mack, when he uh, handles linemen, they kind of look like junior high school players to him. He is that strong. He just throws guys around that field. Yeah. He does. The dude's a uh, he's a baller, Clark. That's the term they use. Football players, fans, or, or young kids, everybody, everyone, everyone, all of them, the entire union, oh. the entire the nation, the United States of America. You should get better at fantasy this year. That's going to be my uh, my New Year's resolution. All right, I, I need that to happen. I don't know what happened to my my my, my skills. I really don't. Well. Here we go. What do you think, Al? I think it's about done. Yeah. I think everything that needs to be said has been said. I think that we've spoken the truth. I think uh, the truth has been well spoken. And uh, all that's left is to say goodbye. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is uh, Larcher and Lawrenson live at the Sports Addict. I am Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. And I am Clark Lawrenson. Thank you much. Browns are actively seeking the cousins. Unreal. <laughs>